Boom, there we are. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. Um, so, yeah, this is a Twitch stream that is going to be a podcast later on. Those of you listening to the audio, thank you. Any of you who happen to be watching this video, um, so this is going out live on Twitch first, then it's going to YouTube, uh, both on my personal channels and then on the Pop Culture Network channel, um, and then eventually to um, an audio podcast, uh, you know, going out to all of our podcast sources, Podbean, then to iTunes and Amazon and all of those places. So, those of you wondering what is going on, like what happened, I've had a couple of you reach out to me, well, I say a couple, it's actually been more than that, which is nice. Like, it's nice to know that some people are actually paying attention, um, which is a good feeling, actually, um, to know that, that people care. So that's good. Uh, wondering what's, what's going on, what happened? We were, you know, doing a bunch of shows last year, the pandemic, we brought back that new toy smell, Video Game Losers. Did a bunch of stuff, said we were gonna take some time off, did a couple specials, um, then came back. I was doing some videos uh, myself with comic reviews and different things, and um, then the beginning of June came and it all stopped. Just dead stop. Um, and then time passed and there was nothing more and more time passed and there was nothing more and more time passed and nothing more and people are like hey what like there's and there's been nothing like i you know i, I know fully well there's been no videos no podcasts there's you know uh we haven't even been posting uh previews or news releases or anything on the website it's just been nothing um and so kind of wanted to talk about what's been going on with that and some of the stuff behind the scenes, um, the other things that have been happening. So first of all, um, some of you who were following for the podcast and you're wondering like what happened to, um, I had a couple people who were listening to um, uh, Masters of the Galaxy and Fans of Power um, and even, um, oh gosh, now I feel bad. I can't think of uh, Aaron Johnson's um, Oh, man, the he, he did the uh, Masters of the Universe stuff for his waffles, and I can't remember. Um, but anyway, th those moved on um, or ended, basically. So Aaron Johnson, in his case, he was doing the uh, podcast talking about the Masters of the Universe stuff as a way, uh, basically, to get the word out about his waffles, which is another term for raffles, um, which he was doing on Facebook. Uh, he was also running Hebay. Uh, which eBay was an alternative for eBay if you wanted to sell action figures and collectibles. He was trying to work something there because eBay was just getting ridiculous with a lot of their fees and stuff and the way people were getting screwed over using the service. And so um, he got fed up and, and was trying to come up with an alternative. And so he thought a podcast would be a good way to get the word out. So he tried that for, you know, a while. And a lot of you guys really enjoyed it, but he just came to realize he didn't have the time to just keep going. It, it was just too much of a commitment um, and he just couldn't keep doing it anymore and he said he just needed to well to stop uh, and, and to back off and I said yeah that's you know no problem like you take care of yourself you know uh, if you stretch too thin you're stretched too thin and, and don't don't even sweat it um, oh my gosh I forgot to wear a hat 
Uh, I thought I was wearing a hat. I didn't want you guys to see my, my, my thinning hairline and my, uh, my horrible balding spot there. Um, so at least people on audio uh, don't have to see the horrible glare coming off the top of my head. I'm getting old. I don't know if you've, you've noticed. So anyway, um, whew, uh, so then he, he moved on masters of the galaxy. Um, there was a lot of drama going on with that show and, and the masters of the universe stuff. Uh, but he eventually just decided he wanted to do that as more of a Facebook thing. Um, instead of it being an audio podcast, he wanted it to be a straight up video thing and not so much YouTube or audio. Um, and I said, that's fine, you know, um, run with it, you know, knock yourself out, see what you can do. And so he did. Um, and then apparently he went out and made a bunch of enemies of people and I don't even know what all happened. Um, and just kind of backed away from the whole situation and said, he's on his own. He, you know, he took that and ran with it and, uh, that's a hundred percent his. And I don't, I have no idea, uh, what happened. Um, but Fans of Power is still going strong. Um, I've mentioned this before, but they just said that they wanted to just kind of stretch out on their own and, and try to do it as their own thing and see what they could do with it. And I said, more power to you. You know, knock yourself out. I'm glad I could help. Um, I did a bunch of the early episodes, but then I took a step back um, and allowed them to... They were still doing the show for Pop Culture Network, but I was no longer... For a long time, I was a member of the show to help them get the show going. But then I stepped behind the scenes, and I was still there as a producer, more or less. I recorded the show every week. I was usually silent, um, just kind of in the background, recording it, helping to bring in the guests, um, you, know, uh, you know, putting it up on the internet and taking care of all that kind of stuff. But then I backed off. Uh, later on, as Nathan Kennedy came in and took over more and more, I backed off even more and they would take care of everything and then just kind of send it to me and I would upload the packages and take it from there. Um, and then eventually got to the point where they just said, hey, we we feel like we've got a pretty strong machine going and we thank you for your help, but we'd like to, you know, just kind of take it on our own. And I said, great, you know, glad I could help out and I'm glad to see you guys are doing well and and I wish you all the best. And, um, you know, I still talk to those guys every so often. So um, no, no stress, no problems, whatever. I'm glad to see they're doing well. Um, I wish they were still part of Pop Culture Network just because I, I like the guys. I, I like the show. You know, I liked having it around, whatever. Um, but, yeah, more power to them. I, I hope it's doing great. So that's what happened with those podcasts and, and how they just kind of disappeared from Pop Culture Network, uh, which is, you know, it's a shame, but things happen. As far as that new toy smell um, and video game losers, we, we brought them back and we, you know, did a lot of work on them and we tried to build them up. And it's one of those things where uh, I forgot how much of a time commitment it is editing those shows and putting the work into those shows um, and how much of a budget <laughs> it is for those shows. Um, it's a lot of effort, a lot of time. Um, and of course you got to buy a bunch of the toys, uh, if you don't already have them. Now I have a bunch of stuff, uh, a bunch of the stuff we already covered though on, you know, the old episodes of that new toy smell and some of that I could bring back and do, but then there's also the time issues of sitting there and recording everything and then putting the clips together and editing it and whatever. And that's, it's not always fun to do that. Um, 
I know, I, I understand why a lot of people just do the thing where it's the camera in the photo tent and you just see the hands come around and the hands play with the toy and whatever and, and that's like the entire video because it's so easy to do. Um, it's so easy to just film that and throw it up there and be done with it. Um, I know those are not as visually appealing. That's what I did for a long time with like Former's Friday uh, and stuff like that. It's so much easier to do though because that's pretty much a one and done, maybe a few edits here and there. Maybe you do an introduction and an outro, uh, but for the most part, if if you film, if you've got like a 20 minute segment that you see on YouTube, it took you about 20 minutes to record it. I mean, that that's the beauty of it. Uh, if we do uh, a That New Toy Smell of Video Game Losers with a flashback segment showing off a bunch of old toys and stuff like that, you may watch a 40 minute episode, but that may constitute 10 hours of work on this end, you know? Um, and it just got to the point where we just really didn't have a lot of time uh, between just school and real life stuff and trying to be a family um, and trying to spend time with each other, just doing family stuff. Um, so, yeah, um, that that's kind of fallen to the wayside. I don't know... I, I hate to see it disappear because I know how many of you like really like that um, and having that show there. And I'd like to to not see the name go away completely. But I feel like, um, we, you know, when we first started doing that as that new toy smell back in 2008, 2000. Seven. I mean, I, I don't remember exactly when we started doing that, but, um, you know, nobody else was doing it. You know, now you've got channels like Toy Galaxy, which do it very, very well. Um, and and so there's really... I, I watch us trying to do it now, and it's like, I'd rather watch what someone else has done than try to struggle and create it. Um, because there's other things I'd rather do. Uh, there's other things I'd rather create with my time and other things I'd rather work on. Uh, which is part of the reason why, you know, those things kind of fell aside um, and you saw, like, more of the comic stuff because that's the stuff that really I'm more interested in and it's a little easier to do because I don't have to do a whole history of something. I don't have to give all the background information on stuff. Um, so that is a lot easier uh, for me to focus on. Um, but there are a couple other things um, to keep in mind. Like, for instance, my son does a lot of stuff on Twitch himself. Uh, he streams a lot. He plays a lot of games online. He's got a lot of friends. He's building up his community. He's got um, over 100 subscribers and whatever, and he's built his channel. It might be, I don't even know if it's 150, 200 now. I have no idea. Um, so he's got his own thing going, and every time I'm asking him to come do this, it feels like I'm taking him away from something he's already working on that, that he's trying to accomplish, that he's trying to build on his own. And I really hate taking that away. So I, I'd like I'd like to not see it, you know, that new toy smell and video game losers disappear, but I'm not really sure what I want to do uh, with them. And um, if there's other people that want to step in and, and try some of this, um, you know, let me know. Um, but 
I don't know if maybe it needs to become more of a podcast type thing or if you guys I, I don't know what, what, what you guys were really looking for that could also be done um, like I said there, there's so many other channels that are doing this type of stuff and I think what really what really helped with originally back in the day when we were doing this was the personalities of the people involved talking um, and all sharing and joking and whatever um, and having just one person or two people um, the same people you know myself and myself and my son just over and over and over um, it's, it's not the same dynamic you know as having four people five people six people that can all kind of rotate uh, doing different segments talking about different things um, so that really I think I think that is part of the big issue and of course you know the global pandemic didn't help um, we can try doing some of the stuff online but of course you know everybody's got their own thing now so I, I don't know if there's anybody up and coming um, that would be interested in, in collaborating on on these types of things doing it you know zoom style um, video conference style talking about new stuff coming out all the toy news all the video game news talking about um, e3 talking about toy fair you know going through all this stuff I don't know um, maybe that's something to think about in the future um, but as for right now I, I just don't I just don't see how it fits um, and I guess I'll just leave it like that for now so so that's as far as that stuff goes now as far as the beginning of June and why everything just kind of stopped uh, dead in its tracks um, for one thing um, June is a horrible month on the internet <laughs> and that's when um, I got to be careful what I say because everybody who wants to go into attack mode comes out and if you're not a hundred percent on everyone's side then you must be a hundred percent against them and I'll just kind of leave it at that and people who've dealt with this know exactly what I'm talking about and if you're not a hundred percent sure what I'm talking about then just don't worry about it but um, it, it becomes a, a thing where if you're doing stuff in June and you're not a hundred percent dedicated to what they are a hundred percent dedicated to then you must be their biggest enemy and you must be there for a takedown so uh, I try to avoid June just kind of in general um, online like even personally like uh, don't go on Facebook stay off of Twitter completely uh, don't go to reddit that much just in general um, but also June the beginning of June was when I went to camp um, just like Ernest I went to camp um, unlike Ernest though I was actually a volunteer for faculty so I was helping a bunch of high school kids spend a week at camp um, no internet no phone no devices uh, no parents um, you know in with a majority of strangers um, just you know uh, trying to connect and be people um, be be real I guess you could say um, and so a week at camp one it kind of detox your system uh, detoxifies uh, you know I don't know detoxes I guess uh, but it gets a lot of that out of your system so then you come home from that and you're just like eh I don't really need this internet stuff like I just had a week without it you know um, and I've done this before so 
I kind of knew when I came back it'd be sort of a struggle to get back into it, and I'm still not 100%. Like, even now that it's, um, what are we, August, I had to think for a minute, what month is this? Um, even that now that we're back into August, I'm still not 100% back into, like, I've, I've completely, like, I've given up on Twitter. I only go on Twitter once every maybe two weeks to just kind of check my DMs, and that may be about it. I try to otherwise stay completely off of Twitter. Um, I go to Reddit for the memes and the jokes, but otherwise I'm, I'm, not, I'm not looking at news, I'm not looking at politics, I'm not looking at reviews of stuff. Um, the YouTube channels that I see in my feed is cut way down. Um, you know, I'm, I'm keeping it very high level, um, a little more personal, um, and not worrying about everything else around me. Because if it's not really affecting me, um, I'm just pretty much trying to stay out of it. Uh, and I feel a lot better, honestly. Uh, for doing that. But the other thing is, you go away for a week, you come back, you've got 1,300 emails, um, you know, that pass through your spam filters um, that you've set up for the week, um, and your, you know, your trash filters, your spam filters, your folder filters. So now you got to go through all those and look at stuff and, um, uh, you know, everything everything fell behind and it, it fell kind of into a pit that I still haven't gotten out of and what do I mean by that for instance um, my reading pile for comics is this right here so for those of you listening to the audio um, I guess I can try to d describe this for those of you seeing the video you're getting an idea right now by by looking here this is my pile of stuff to read of comics now these are all bagged and boarded so obviously it's a little thicker um, than just loose comics but this is this is my current read pile uh, of I don't know what is this six inches seven inches of comics um, that I need to read um, not counting the uh, few magazines that I still get um, I still get like Game Informer because I've got the GameStop, whatever. Um, I still try to pick up like um, Back Issue Magazine and um, um, what's the other one? There's another one that's um, Comic History or something. I forget what it is. But anyway, I've got some of those sitting over there. I've got the new, uh, you know, Black Label Suicide Squad book that um, looks interesting where they're trying to kill the Joker. But so this is this is my pile. And this, I've actually cut out about... A, a third maybe of this over the last week um, this was uh, much bigger and I, I finally got all the Marvel stuff caught up last week and then added the last week stuff uh, here at the end so there's only there's only four Marvel books uh, here at the end of the pile everything else is DC and independent stuff um, for me to catch up on in this six to seven inch pile of comics. So this is my reading pile of stuff that I need to read um, in order to get completely caught up with my print copies. Now, I specify that these are print because I also have a bunch of PDFs, digital stuff that 
um, they send me. Um, I still have a ton of that stuff that comes. And then I also have like Kickstarter stuff that I've backed. I've got um, uh, back issue stuff. Um, for a while there, you know, I was doing some of the videos, uh, comics out of context and things like that. And I still have a bunch of books to do for that. I've got a pile of books uh, that I wanted to read and do some videos on. But again, it's finding the time. And this is kind of like a higher priority right now is to try to get through this pile um, because this really needs to get worked down. But again, real life stuff happens. And so we've had some other things happen. Like, for instance, uh, the roof of my front porch. Um, I thought it had a little drip and I thought maybe I had one or two spots I had to go out there and patch. And then it turns out, nope, I've got a bunch more water damage. I thought I had uh, a gutter problem and needed to replace some gutters. Turns out the gutters are fine. I just had water leaking through a whole bunch more spots in the porch roof uh, than I thought. And the water was coming out on the wood uh, paneling where the uh, gutters were hanging. So I've actually, I actually climbed out there, did a bunch of stuff, got to a certain point and realized I'm in way over my head. Now I'm talking to the insurance company, I'm talking to contractors, roofing guys, you know, whatever, dealing with all of that. Um, we had an issue a couple weeks ago where my dog passed away and it was a pretty horrible situation. And that kind of puts you in a mindset where you don't want to do anything. Um, you just sit there for a couple days. You don't want to, you don't want to talk to anybody. You don't want to read anything. You don't want to watch anything. You just, you just don't want to interact with the world really. Um, so that was fun. Um, you know, so again, life has been happening. That's been happening. Um, but then also something else happened where, you know, I'm a creative person, and I think one of the reasons why I got into all of this stuff with the videos and working on the website and all of this was when you're collaborating with all these people and you're working on these types of projects and they go, okay, well, you know, let's let's make a video. Uh, I remember, for instance, when we were doing that new toy smell, we wanted to do the Star Trek uh, episode. So it's like, okay, uh, we want to figure out some way to do um, transporter, right? Um, now this is back in the day, you know, nowadays you can download filters, you can download, uh, Adobe after effects and you can get like all this stuff back in that day. It was like, okay, well, um, we're going to have to hold still. We're going to have to find a way to do like a freeze frame and an overlay and, uh, have someone in the scene, have them out of the scene, try to, you know, mend it together, put something over it to fade them in and out. Uh, try, you know, try to figure that out. And that was fun. Like that was a creative endeavor. That was something to do to try to uh, uh, make the videos look like a lot of fun um, and something that's, you know, neat to watch. Uh, and I could sit and I could work on that for several hours because I wasn't doing everything else. I wasn't filming every segment. I didn't have to be in everything. I didn't have to research everything. Um, but then this last time around when we were working on everything, it's like, well, here I am back to, I'm researching everything. I'm filming everything. I'm, you know, editing everything. So I tried to get my son involved and, and, and help me out. And we were going back and forth and, and working on some of this stuff. But then again, it got to the point where he's doing his own thing. He's got his own Twitch channel. He's doing his own streams. He's putting his own compilation videos together. Um, and I just really felt like I was taking away from some of the other stuff that he was doing. And, 
Um, he would do it because I would ask, but I kind of felt like he really wasn't 100% sold on doing all this stuff. So um, that kind of, you know, puts a cramp on all of that. But then also, I'm, I'm looking at a lot of this stuff thinking, you know, I'm getting, I'm not, I had a birthday, you know, I'm not getting any younger. One thing I've always wanted to learn how to do is 3D rendering. I've always wanted to learn um, making 3D figures, texturing them, lighting them, putting scenes together, rendering them, uh, maybe even doing some 3D animation. Um, so I started learning. Um, now I'm still at a very basic level. I'm doing a lot of uh, what they call digital kit bashing, um, where I'm getting assets from other people with things that they've built and I'm taking from that. Um, and you know, adding things, taking things off of that, taking a piece from this and a piece from this and putting them together to build a scene um, and putting things together. But what I've ended up doing is playing around and making things based on some of these uh, things that I found and making 3D renders. So, um, and, and what I'm doing is because I'm learning, I'm rendering things a bunch of different ways over and over and making small adjustments like you can see here just little adjustments with hands and arms and lights uh playing around with some of the textures playing around with the fog and um you know how moody do i want the light to be and and how uh if you look where the you know the candles are and things you can see there's a lot of little little dots little specks as opposed to here where things are more flatly rendered um trying to get more atmospheric um you know do I want things to look more steady or more chaotic? Um, do I want things to look super detailed um, or less detailed? Um, and coming up with some things like that. So I wanted to learn. And so I spent basically three weeks learning, um, just learning, just, uh, again, digital kit bashing things together. Um, let me show you another one that I did, uh, did a, uh, quite a few revisions on this one as well. Um, if I can do that, does that show up? Yep. Okay. Um, so here again, um, we had a, the, it's like an aliens, uh, busting through a space station, causing an explosion. This is a very low end render just to kind of get an idea for placement. Well, where do you put the camera? Where do you put the lights? What color lights? Um, you know, uh, put an explosion in there. Uh, that alien creature thing is actually a gargoyle with the, uh, I ripped the wings off of just to have some sort of creature. Um, but then, you know, once you have them in there, um, then it's like, okay, let's play with some of the lights. Let's move the camera a little bit. Let's readjust things and render it and see what that looks like. Um, and then once you get those things done, it's like, okay, uh, let's, take another step and move things around and and, and play with the lighting and, and get the fire to look a little more real and um, put a little more weight into some of the figures and change the pose and then uh, you know maybe we should move in a little closer and then now here we're getting to more of a, a finalized type render um, you know let's make the armor shiny can we make it shiny is this too shiny how shiny is too shiny um, you know how much lighting is real lighting and then uh, you know, why is there this big black line in the middle of this explosion? Like, why is that happening? Uh, you know, trying to figure out the software and how it works and why it works and um, what different things are doing and how can I get more of a glow coming off of the explosion and making it look 
um, you know, here it looks more like smoke uh, with some, uh, you know, light in it. Um, can we make it look more like an explosion? You know, something like this. Um, so, so I just kind of play around. Um, and I, I just learn with experimentation and playing and doing things. And of course, uh, a high-end render can take a couple hours. Um, luckily, uh, a, a nice render runs really well on an NVIDIA graphics card, runs a lot better, and I have NVIDIA graphics cards, so that's uh, very helpful to me. Um, but I wanted to learn, and so I learned. Um, and I gave myself the time to learn how to do uh, some of that stuff. So I'm playing around with different textures and different colors and different uh, lighting and different backgrounds and photo backgrounds and, um, you know, mixing uh, a 3D created object with a photo background and, you know, different things like that. Um, and then the next step will be the animation. I've got software for it. It's just a matter of Okay, so now now that I'm learning, you know, how all the 3D stuff is working and the camera stuff is working and the, you know, the focus and, and all this stuff, now let's go look at the animation. So eventually, where does this lead? Like, what's that going to go to? I, am I going to start doing short animated films? Maybe. I don't know. Um, but it's something I always wanted to learn. So I let myself learn. Uh, which, of course, takes away from some of the other stuff. Now, one thing is when something's rendering and it takes a long time, that gives me an opportunity to hit that read pile and start reading through stuff and, and working through it. But, um, again, everything takes time. Everything you want to do is a balance of time and trying to figure out what's the best use of that time. And I, I don't want to do something just because I'm trying to chase something I did a decade ago. You know what I mean? Um, I don't want to see things that I invested in heavily in the past die, um, but I don't want to focus all my time and energy into something just because I don't want to see it fall away completely. You know, it's, it's a tough balance to try to figure out where to put some of this stuff um, and, and how much time and energy to put into these things, which is why, um, you know, I, I'd really like to find some more people who would like to get involved with some of this stuff. And, um, you know, they're just looking for the opportunity. Um, that was the great thing about Fans of Power and Masters of the Galaxy and, and all of that stuff. They were just guys looking for an opportunity and I could help them and get them started and it it, it got us the ability to create something and get it rolling um, and now Fans of Power has you know turned into its own thing and it's great and I'm glad to see it going and I, I you know I do feel proud that that I was part of that um, you know early on that I could help build it and nurture it and and get it to where um, it could fly off on its own um, but at the same time um, you know, I, I can't, I couldn't have focused all my time and energy on something like Fans of Power for forever um, and never focus on any of the stuff that I would care about because then I would, I, I would go nuts, you know? I have to have my creative outlets. So it's a tough balance. It's a tough balance. Um, so where does this leave everything for Pop Culture Network? I don't know. Um, at this point, I don't know. 
there's probably going to be a time um, in the next couple months where I get that I get a creative idea I get some sort of spark and you're gonna see a flurry of toy reviews or comic reviews maybe when I hit the end of this pile um, and I've got something to talk about uh, with comics um, you, you may start to see a bunch of activity again on some of those videos um, you may start to see a bunch of uh, podcasts you might I don't know maybe more videos like this just kind of talking through some of these issues but when uh, when I want to learn the stuff that's out there um, like especially with comics uh, nowadays it's it's hard to find anything that I really want to watch because Again, I have to be careful how I say this, but everyone, much like everything else that we see nowadays, it's it's either you're 100% one way or you're 100% another way with things that almost have nothing to do with the comic. And that goes for the people who create them as well. Um, and that's a big problem. I, I no longer purchase a bunch of comics that I used to. Um, there are books that I personally have bought for 30 years that I no longer purchase because the people writing them are people that in real life are on those battle lines where they say you're either with us or you're against us and if you're against us we're going to take you down and that attitude they bring to the way they develop characters and storylines and what they introduce into the comics and I have no interest in that um, you know it's called escapism for a reason it's entertainment for a reason um, so I, I don't really know where that puts everything um, maybe there will be a grand revitalization of escapist entertainment um, but I don't know so at least for now uh, I'm going to sign off um, with just a it's not goodbye but it's just a so long for now and I hope to see you again soon thanks for watching